here for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Russia's being accused of war crimes after civilians were killed outside of Ukraine's capital city of Kiev, allegedly by Russian military forces. More controversy swirling around the president's son, Hunter. He and his security detail are living in taxpayer-funded mansions out in Malibu. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, now owns a big chunk of the social media platform Twitter after he polled users about free speech. Musk is also eyeing his own platform. There's no budget agreement in New York State. The state is taking emergency measures to ensure state workers get paid as the governor and state legislature stall on bail reform and millions in taxpayer money for a new Buffalo Bill Stadium. The NCAA champion has been crowned. The matchup between number one ranked Kansas and number eight North Carolina was a come from behind thriller. President Joe Biden said he believes Russia committed war crimes in the Ukrainian city of Bukha. He pledged to impose further sanctions on Moscow. Biden also called for Russian President Vladimir Putin to face a war crimes trial for the acts of violence Russia has allegedly committed in Ukraine. Biden told reporters. We have to gather the information. We have to continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need to continue the fight. And we have to gather all the detail so this could be an actual have a war crime trial. This guy is brutal. And what's happening in Bukha is outrageous. And everyone's seen it. The brief remarks represented the president's first comments on the destruction in Bukha outside of Ukraine's capital. Widespread condemnation of Russia occurred after images surfaced of civilians lying dead in the streets and in mass graves. Meanwhile, the president's son, Hunter Biden, and his security detail living in luxury taxpayer-funded mansions in Malibu. The president's son under investigation in Delaware over his laptop controversy. Hunter Biden in October 2019 was asked about his $50,000 a month position on the board for Ukrainian energy company Burisma. He says, in retrospect, it was a mistake. Did I make a mistake? Well, maybe in, in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But did I make a mistake based upon some unethical lapse? Absolutely not. ABC News reports the mansion the Secret Service detail has been renting for over a year now to protect Hunter Biden is costing taxpayers more than 30000 grand a month. Biden's security detail was placed in that location to be close to Hunter Biden's mansion, where the rent is 20000 bucks a month. Outspoken Tesla CEO Elon Musk has purchased a giant stake in the social media site Twitter 9.2%. The purchase comes after Musk criticized the company for what he said was Twitter's failure to uphold free speech. Dan Ives from Wenbush Securities speaks to CNBC. I think there's two things. One, Musk, you know, could try to take a more aggressive stance here on Twitter, you know, if this eventually could lead to some sort of buyout in terms of how he could go down the path. It's no surprise that he wanted to do something on social media. And this is really him not just talking the talk, walking the walk. 
According to the Securities and Exchange Commission, Musk owns over 73 million shares of Twitter. And based on Twitter's closing prices, take worth $2.89 billion. The purchase comes less than two weeks after Musk polled Twitter users about whether it adheres to free speech principles. Well, the Democratic-led New York State Legislature remains at odds with New York's Governor Kathy Hochul. It's over her dual push for criminal justice reforms and $850 million in public funding for a new Buffalo Bills stadium. It's stalling budget passage of the 2023 fiscal plan. State Assemblyman Ron Kim of Queens speaks about the budget on Fox 5. This governor, just like previous governors, is legislating through memos, leaked memos and last minute, you know, bullied in event items that do not belong in the budget. The lack of a budget deal forces the state legislature to pass a budget extender and that'll permit the state to meet payroll obligations for tens of thousands of state workers. The NCAA champion has been crowned. It was a Monday night thriller. Number eight seed North Carolina hoped to become the first team since Villanova in 1985 to become the lowest seed team to win the title. The Tar Heels led at the half, but Kansas ranked number one, poured it on after intermission winning 72 to 69. Here we go. Manic circling around. He slipped underneath. They go to Love. Love's going to be the one to take it. Puts up the shot. It's off. The game is over, and Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback. And the matchup played out at the Caesars Superdome. The top-seeded Jayhawks rallied from a 16-point first-half deficit, the largest in tourney history. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Cloudy skies today are highs 52, 30% chance of showers after 2 p.m. Showers tonight, temperatures hold steady around 52, and showers should end tomorrow by about 2 o'clock with a high of 53, then clearing. Right now, 42 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in Manhattan. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. So according to a forthcoming book by a team of New York Times reporters, President Biden reportedly decried Fox News owner and media magnate Rupert Murdoch as the most dangerous man in the world. Excerpts from the book were obtained by CNN. This will not pass by journalists Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns. Reveals Biden assessed Fox News as one of the most destructive forces in the United States. Multiple journalists speaking about Murdoch on CNN. You can put an eagle in a cage and the eagle will not give in. You know, you don't know what they're thinking, but you know it's not going to end up well for you. And that's how I think of him. I'm a Murdoch admirer. I always have been. Murdoch is the most ruthless businessman in world history. His influence is almost unparalleled. The book reportedly describes Fox News as a torrent of anti-Biden programming, stoking skepticism about vaccines and disseminating wild conspiracy theories about the January 6th attack. CNN noted Biden's alleged comments to Martin and Burns are the first the president has ever made publicly about Murdoch. An update now on the investigation into Wilmington, Delaware, into the president's son Hunter Biden is his laptop controversy. Grand jury witness was asked to identify the big guy in Hunter's deal with a Chinese energy conglomerate, CEFC, China Energy Company. That has calls ramp up to have President Biden included in a conspiracy probe. A bombshell email exclusively reported by The Post back in October 2020 showed that one of Hunter Biden's business partners, James Gillar, outlined the proposed percentage distribution of equity in CEFC, 
White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain says the president doesn't think his son did anything wrong. Of course, the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, But most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. Hunter Biden disclosed he was under investigation for his tax affairs shortly after his father was elected over former President Donald Trump in the 2020 election. The probe broadened to include potential money laundering and the violation of lobbying laws, according to recent reports. Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson poised to become the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. The U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee deadlocked 11 to 11 on moving her nomination out of committee yesterday. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York then called for a vote to break the deadlock and send her nomination to the floor for a vote. Every Democrat and three Republican senators, Susan Collins of Maine, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, voted in support of Jackson to break the deadlock. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois weighing in. The committee has recorded a tie vote on Judge Jackson's nomination to be the Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. And the 51-year-old Jackson currently sits on D.C.'s federal appellate court upon confirmation expected later this week. She will replace Justice Stephen Breyer, who is retiring. Senate Democrats preparing to make yet another push for a deal with West Virginia centrist Senator Joe Manchin on a huge party-line tax and spending bill. After a vote, the Supreme Court nomination for Ketanji Brown-Jackson, Democrats say they will turn to reviving President Biden's failed Build Back Better agenda. Manchin in the past refused to support the original Build Back Better bill. I'm really not going to talk about Build Back Better anymore because I think I've been very clear on that. There is no negotiations going on at this time. Rather than another failed effort at the $1.7 trillion plan, Democrats say they will now try and compromise with Manchin on his particular positions. Three states on Monday sued the Biden administration over its plans to rescind Title 42. It's a Trump-era order that allows U.S. to rapidly expel migrants who have crossed the border to seek asylum. It was originally put in place due to COVID. Missouri, Arizona, and Louisiana filed this suit after the Biden administration announced it would lift the order on May 23rd. Here's Secretary of State Antony Blinken defending to move to lift the rule. When it comes to Title 42, all along we've been following the science. That's what this is about. So when uh, the, the CDC and others... Uh, science doesn't uh, doesn't warrant that, uh, as is now happening, uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll take action. The suit seeks to block the lifting of Title 42, arguing the CDC violated the Administrative Procedures Act by failing to allow for a comment period on its revocation. The administration wants to lift Title 42 to allow 100,000 Ukrainian refugees into the United States. However, it is also expected to result in a flood of a half million migrants at least, across the U.S.-Mexico border. Well, judge struck down a California law that requires public companies based in the state to have at least one board director from the underrepresented groups. Judge Terry Green of the Superior Court of California in L.A. County granted a summary judgment in favor of a lawsuit challenging the law as unconstitutional, according to a decision issued Friday. Judge Green offered no reasoning for his decision. The law enacted in 2020 required the boards of publicly traded companies based in the state to have at least one racially, ethnically, or otherwise diverse director by 2021. 77 WABC Time Check. 
5.15. Justin Ellick has a look at sports. Morning, Justin. Good morning, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Madness peaked last night in New Orleans as the men's NCAA basketball tournament came to a close with Kansas staging a historic comeback against North Carolina in a down-to-the-wire thriller for the title. Down 15 points at halftime, Kansas came out looking like a completely different team for the second half as they'd battle all the way back to rip the crown from the clutches of UNC. 72-69 to is your final from NOLA as the 16-point deficit was the largest ever overcome to win a national championship which is the fourth in program history for KU. In terms of local professional sports, there was nothing on the docket yesterday, but let's take a look into the near future as the Brooklyn Nets are set to host the Houston Rockets at the Barclays Center tonight. That tip-off is set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. As for ice hockey, the Rangers and Devils will indulge in about tonight in Newark, set for a 7 p.m. puck drop, and the Islanders are set to skate with the Stars in Dallas a bit later at 8.30. Anticipation continuing to build here as well regarding the Masters Golf Tournament as Tiger Woods is rumored to give competition a shot come Thursday's first round. The five-time Masters champion and 15-time major champion hasn't played in a PGA Tour event in more than 17 months after suffering serious, suffering serious injuries in a terrifying car wreck back in February of 2021. Here are the early news sports update. I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. All right, thanks, Justin. When your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Cloudy today, highs 52. There's a slight chance of showers this afternoon, 30% after 2 p.m. Showers overnight, temperatures holding steady pretty much around 52. And tomorrow, showers should end by early afternoon with a high of 53, then clearing skies. Right now, 42 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in Manhattan. Frank Morano has your business report. Thank you, Deb. I am Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning on Wall Street after tech shares rally led to a high close on Monday. Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft were all up more than 1% as investors appeared to shake off recession fears. The Nasdaq got a boost as Twitter shares jumped 27% on news that Elon Musk bought a nearly $3 billion stake in the company. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial gained 103 points. The S&P 500 added 36 points and the Nasdaq rose 271 points. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon said the U.S. economy is facing unprecedented risks that have been preparing for dramatic upheavals. The head of the nation's biggest bank offered a largely upbeat view of the economy's health in his annual letter to shareholders Monday. Consumers and businesses are flush with cash, wages are rising, and the economy is growing rapidly after its pandemic slowdown. While consumer confidence has declined, Diamond says the more important gauge is booming spending. State producer Saudi Aramco increased its Arab light crude for next month's shipments to Asia to $9.35 a barrel above the benchmark it uses. That's a jump of $4.40 a barrel from April when the key grade was already at a record. The move was fine with a Bloomberg survey of traders and refiners last week. As consumers continue to feel the crunch at the grocery store checkout line, eggs are the latest product predicted to surge in price. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, 21 states have confirmed cases of highly pathogenic avian influenza, commonly referred to as bird flu, causing disease in both commercial and backyard poultry. The USDA said while no humans have tested positive for the disease, it has led to the death of more than 17 million birds. I'm Frank Morano with your business report on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. 
on the other side of midnight. Thanks, Frank. And taking a look at futures this morning, we'll start with the Dow down six points at 34,823. S&P 500 down just half a point. The Nasdaq up one and a quarter points. Gold holding flat at $1,934 an ounce. Crude oil up $1.72 up $105 a barrel. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. New York Democrats have won a stay. It puts a hold on an upstate judge's decision to strike down recently redrawn congressional and legislative maps redrawn by majority Democrats in the state. State Appellate Division Associate Justice Stephen Lindley issued a temporary stay. Now, this allows the maps to remain in place with a hearing scheduled for this Thursday. Here's Republican New York Representative Claudia Tenney on Newsmax back in February slamming those redrawn maps. This is about counting. You know, they just want to make sure they can, you know, they're losing in Texas. They're losing in Florida. They're losing across the country. So they're going in and they're trying to find ways to carve up the districts based on getting Democrat wins and eliminating Republicans in the House of Representatives. The interim order comes days after Steuben County Supreme Court Judge Patrick McAllister determined that the maps drawn up by the Democratic-led state legislature violated a 2014 constitutional amendment to end partisan gerrymandering. McAllister wrote in his decision the enacted congressional map shows virtually zero competitive districts. He gave the state legislature until April 11th to submit new maps. New York Governor Hochul, Attorney General Letitia James, and the Democratic leaders of the Senate and Assembly appealed. About 500 strap hangers on the Manhattan-bound number 7 train had to be rescued in Queens. This happened Sunday after the train hit an object on the track, triggering a smoke condition. Deputy Chief Francis McCarthy said the train stalled 3,500 feet into the tunnel and passengers were led into a rescue train and back to the Vernon Boulevard Jackson Avenue station in Long Island City. This passenger told CBS2 it was a harrowing experience. The train stopped. All of a sudden, like the emergency brakes, I was in the back car of the train. So then next thing we see is that another train is pulling up behind us and they're sending us all the way back to Queens. After initial reports of people walking on the tracks, power was briefly cut off. The NYPD investigating just how that object ended up on the tracks. Well, police have released a surveillance video in hopes of finding a subway slasher. This person attacked a 45-year-old woman at the Fordham Road station in the Bronx late at night happened March 30th. A verbal dispute took place before the woman was slashed across her face along the B&D lines. And writers told News 12 that recent subway attacks have left them on edge. I walk around with a knife, I'm going to be honest, because I don't know who's next to me, who's around me. I try to stay away from people. You know, if I could sit alone, I'll sit alone. You just have to be careful. The suspect fled the station on foot. The woman was taken to St. Barnabas for treatment of her injuries. NYPD has released footage of this suspect. You can take a look at that video released by the NYPD. It's up on our website, wabcradio.com. The Daily News reporting a lawyer says the NYPD used an illegal tactic, allegedly, to obtain the phone records of a police officer pal of a Trump advisor, Roger Stone. Furthermore, the attorney claims the controversial type of subpoena was based on a dubious claim that the cop was involved in drugs. In their investigation of NYPD officer Sal Greco, the department used an administrative subpoena issued internally 
by the department's legal bureau without the approval of a judge. Greco is on departmental trial. He is accused of associating with known felons and being evasive about his relationship with Stone and former Manhattan Madam Kirsten Davis. The NYPD alleges Greco acted as Stone's personal bodyguard in Washington, D.C. during events surrounding the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol and in other settings. Greco's lawyer, Stu London, says they are simply friends. New York City Mayor Eric Adams was confronted by parents who are furious at his decision to extend a mask mandate for children under the age of five. This happened as the mayor attended a Broadway show. Adams speaks on not lifting masks for kids under five. I think it's imperative that due to the rise in cases that we're seeing, as slight as they are, our plans uh, were to take a week to assess the numbers before removing masks for two to four years old. Uh, but, of course, we're going to comply with any ruling from the judge. Um, our legal team is going to put in place an appeal and ask for a stay. Adams was met with angry chants of unmask our kids as he attended the Paradise Square Broadway musical at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on Sunday night. A handful of a handful of women held up signs as Adams entered the building wearing a gray KN95 mask. Adams Friday announced he was delaying plans to lift the rule on April 4th as originally planned. Left-wing Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is criticizing New York City Mayor Eric Adams' prime approach days after a 12-year-old boy was killed in a senseless act of gun violence. His new anti-crime units have removed more than 20 guns off the streets. But in an Instagram story on Saturday, AOC turned thumbs down literally over Adams' revamped NYPD anti-gun unit and other measures. AOC responded to a follower who asked her, Opinion on Eric Adams' changes in NYPD policy and funding. Cortez has advocated for lowering police budgets as well. New York City is rolling out a digital marketing campaign encouraging members of Florida's LGBTQ community to move into the city. It's in response to legislation signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican that calls uh, critics call the Don't Say Gay Law. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said the campaign will include digital billboards using donated monies. And one now one ad reads, people say a lot of ridiculous things in New York. Don't say gay isn't one of them. Here's Mayor Adams. You know how you can live uh, uh, in a comfortable setting and not be harassed, not be abused, uh, not only as adults, but also as uh, young people. And so I'm the mayor of this city, the city of the LGBTQ plus uh, community, as we see uh, people in government and out of government understanding how your voice is respected here uh, in the city. And that's what this movement of Don't Say Gay is about. So this campaign will run outdoors for eight weeks from April 4th through the 29th in five markets, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, and West Palm Beach. And your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Cloudy skies today are highs 52. We have a 30% chance of showers after 2 p.m. overnight showers. With temperatures holding steady around 52. And tomorrow, any rain should end by about 2 o'clock, then clearing the high. 53. Right now, 42 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in Manhattan. Well, according to a report, Hollywood studios are hiring people like consultants to review their TV and movie scripts for fear of being accused of not having enough racial diversity in their shows. The New York Times said studios from Netflix and Disney to Paramount and Amazon have been tapping firms like Culture House, Thea Production, and consulting firms 
uh, that employ women of color. It's to review TV or movie scripts for any red flags, particularly on race and firms like Culture House are not only. That's to do things like review scripts to scrutinize how characters are positioned in a story, but also consulted on things like casting decisions and marketing plans. Sid just walked into the studio, and we are, of course, working our way to the Bernie and Sid in the morning program. Huge, huge lineup today. Stay with us. You'll hear from uh, former Alaska governor and vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin, 625 with Bernie and Sid. And, of course, she's going to be talking to Bernie and Sid about her run for Congress for the House of Representatives, 740 Bo Deedle. And uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin at 905 with Bernie and Sid. Of course, he's a Republican candidate for governor here in New York and uh, congressman as well. And 940, the peerless Boilers beat Bernie contest. 32 past each hour said sports. 825, Liddy reports. And bottom of the hour, the 77 WABC clip of the day. Stay with us. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. Thanks for being with us and be back for the early news tomorrow morning at 5. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.